0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by
1: IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm.
0: Good morning and happy Monday to you. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today's the 25th of March. There's just about a week left for the end of the financial year. If you haven't yet made your tax-saving investments for the year... There's still time. Have a look at the story on the website BloombergQuint.com. Just search for last-minute tax saving. Now, the cues from global markets aren't the best this morning. In fact, after a sharp sell-off on Wall Street on Friday, Asian equities have started the day with sizable cuts as well. Remember, on Friday, the Dow and the S&P 500 had ended lower by one8 and 1.9%, while the Nasdaq had declined 2.5%. In Asia this morning, the Nikkei in Japan was lower by as much as 3.2%, while the Australian benchmark was down by 1.25%. But the big update is from the debt markets. US treasuries jumped on Friday, and the 3-month, 10-year yield curve inverted for the first time since 2007 in the US. This after concerns were raised about the slowing global growth. And bond yields have remained under pressure at the start of the week. Australia's 10-year bond yield sank to an all-time low of 1.76% in early trade, underscoring the return to globally low long-term rates. Meanwhile, the yield on benchmark German bunds dropped below zero. Let me also take you through the big news from overseas. In the U.S., Special Counsel Robert Mueller found no evidence that anyone close to Donald Trump colluded with Russia after a 22-month investigation. And Attorney General William Barr has said that there wasn't enough evidence that the president obstructed justice either. Democrats in Congress have asserted their right to determine Trump's guilt or innocence on those and other issues. The President, meanwhile, wasted no time and took to Twitter to say, and I quote, no collusion, no obstruction, complete and total exoneration, In the UK, Chancellor of the Exchequer Philip Hammond and other Cabinet colleagues publicly backed Theresa May on Sunday, as several British newspapers said the Prime Minister is under increasing pressure to stand down after her handling of the Brexit. The Chancellor also refused to rule out holding a second referendum to help break the impasse over the Brexit deal, saying it was a perfectly coherent proposition. In news back home, rating agency ICRA has said that the liquidity crisis has slowed credit growth for housing finance companies and this is unlikely to improve much in FY20. That's even as weak external environment is likely to put pressure on asset quality. Now, rating agency Crystal has downgraded 850 crore rupees in commercial papers that were issued by DHFL to Crystal A2 Plus from Crystal A1. The bonds remain under rating watch with negative implications hinting at further stress. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has sought powers to inspect the books of accounts of listed companies for contravention of any securities law and also to take direct action against those violating the norms. Currently, the SEBI can only conduct such inspections in case of insider trading and fraudulent or unfair trade practices. The Karnataka government on Sunday allowed cab aggregator Ola to resume its services which were suspended two days ago for running bike taxis without permission. Now with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, not the best queues is going into trade today.
1: Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Yes, you're right, Alex. At this point of time, markets will take center stage. Not the best of cues coming in from the overseas markets. The Nikkei is down almost 3%. The SDX Nifty is indicating a big cut that we see after a week session that we saw on Friday. But uh, lots of stocks that we need to watch out for. First of all, watch out for Tata Motors. They have said they will increase prices of its passenger vehicles from April 2019 by up to 25,000 rupees. The hike in prices is due to rising input cost and external economic condition. In other news, JLR also wins the evoke copy case in the Chinese courts. Reliance has clarified on the Venezuela issue. They have said they have adjusted the US policy regarding product shipments to Venezuela and they will continue its transaction in full compliance of the prevailing sanctions on the country. State Bank of India approves the extension of a validity period for raising equity capital for up to 20,000 crore rupees to 31st March. InfoHedge had an analyst meet what they're saying is that the ad spending is likely to remain elevated in the near term they are seeing rationalization in marketing spends on nokri.com they are seeing strong real estate cycle and growth in 99 acres uh, they are seeing continued investment in chivan sathi to bring in more volumes and the policy bazaar ipo is some time away but the outlook for policy bazaar is extremely strong dr eddie's hyderabad unit receives no observation under the form 483 by the usfda Amber Enterprises signs a definitive agreement to acquire 80% stake in Sidwal refrigeration industries. International paper says that the maintenance at the Rajamundari plant from March 25th to March 30th will bring in an estimated loss of production around 500 tons per day. In terms of brokerages, Credit Suisse has upgraded Interglobe aviation to an outperform and raised the target price to 16.50 from one zero seven five. They are saying that the space opens up strong capacity addition, taking away yield risk jet's restructuring plan has not progressed as operations slide which is positive and the non-metro routes have responded well to capacity addition clsa has raised the target price on inox leisure to 365 from 336 they maintain a buy they are saying that the focus on execution and premiumization is paying off and a strong balance sheet should support inorganic expansion Morgan Stanley has reduced the target price on HDFC life to 380 from 425 and they've lowered the target price mainly on uh, driven by lower VNB estimates but for the long term it remains a superior franchisee according to them and Morgan Stanley is cautious on the housing finance sector HDFC is the sole overweight valuations have come up for the sector but the sector still sees structural issues at the larger uh, housing finance companies so they cut the EPS forecast further and would be sellers on any bounce in in LIC Housing Finance, India Bulls Housing Finance and PNB Housing Finance. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergwin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade.
0: Thanks, Arshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyruses with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma Or Shunya One, hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.